Comic Book Savant, episode 465. Welcome to the Comic Book Savant. I'm your host, James Harris. This episode is going to be what you guys have been waiting for. It is a new Spinner Rack Bros episode with my brother from another mother and co-host, Mr. Heath Holland. Say hello, Heath. Hello, Heath. Hi, James. This is my radio voice. I appreciate you having me back on the show so we could talk about my sweaty gift sacks for the... <laughs> this is my, my, it's my Alec Baldwin. This is my Alec Baldwin. I appreciate you having me back on to talk about uh, some comic book related stuff. I see that all my, my letters, my pleas to come back on the show have finally made a difference. I've, I've been invited back after was it 40 or 50 letters, I think it was. Yeah, it was, it was quite, a, quite a few. And I, it was it's a sack. Fun. Yeah, it was totally my fault on that. And, you know, and again, it's so funny because, you know, you'll ask me, like, how does the episodes do? And it's like they're and I always do my end of the year roundup. And um, people and you say it's none of your business is what you say. You say it's none of your business. business. But, um, yeah, the, everyone really loves the episodes that we do. And, and like I said, it's been totally my fault because everyone knows that, you know, I had, you know, I had health things going on. So I was out of commission for a while and we we planned different times and. And it was yeah. me that had to pull out because of, you know, when I was going through uh, recovery, healing and all that kind of stuff. So it got put off and put off. But we finally. Well, first down. you had the calf implants done yeah, and then you yeah. had the, the butt cheek implants done. And yeah. I was like, man, this guy's just <laughs> yeah. all the whole lower body. Just... Yeah, I had to fix it all. So, um, yeah, so it was good, like us getting back together just to talk comics. And this guy's we're letting you know, it's like we're just having a general conversation uh, between two bros about just comics in general. Uh, so I guess we'll just like kind of jump into it. One thing that I wanted to touch on was um, what is your favorite format? I, I, you've done a ton of videos and like really good videos as well about, um, I mean, you were one of the first videos that I saw anything on about the Epic Collections. I was It was unknown to me. And you did that video, what, a couple mm-hmm. of years ago now? Yeah, I think it was 2017, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I think I had one of the first ones on YouTube about that subject, yeah. which I was. Yeah, I I'm sure it wasn't the first, but I, I think it was one of the first. Yeah, and it was it was crazy because I didn't know Epic uh, Collections existed at that point. I, I remember the essentials, and I mean, way back in the heyday of the podcast, I had a ton of them. I think I had all of them, and. Um, <laughs> So it's it's crazy, and when you introduced it to me, I've gone down a slippery slope because I just can't get enough of them at this point. I I, I just yeah. bought like two or three last night. I'm not I'm not I got a problem. Yeah, it's wrong. It's bad. <laughs> I, I have. Well, I was looking on. Com- Go ahead. I got a ton of epic collections at this point. I have really like yeah. dived in the whole way. Just I can't help myself. Yeah, well, they're fantastic, and like the the i guess the topic for this video or this uh, conversation is what is the what's your favorite format or just like general format discussion that's my favorite format. Yeah, that's my favorite format we'll epic collection i love the epic collection i you know they're amazing because it's like it's it is a happy medium between the uh like what what we used to get from the essentials which was the like a you know a phone book size volume full of yeah, like twenty five issues. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could really hurt somebody with it back then. Yeah. Um and quality, like it's it's essentials, but better quality. And it is they're smaller, they're less page count. I think they run about 
you know, three to 400 pages for most of them. I think some of them dip down into the 200s, but, uh, you get like a whole chunk of, of storytelling. And if there's tie in issues, they're in there too. So like if Spider-Man goes and visits the fantastic four for a couple of issues in that story, those are collected in the Epic collections too. If there's an annual or something like that, those are in there as well. And sometimes they do really cool cross. I don't know. I'm going to say cross promotion. That might not be the right term, but I know there's a, um, like there's an Iron Man omnibus. That's the David Michelini. Uh, it's the stuff that it's got demon in a bottle in it, all the stuff from the, um, I guess it's the early eighties. And they put out an Epic collection that picks up the issue after that omnibus ends. So it's kind of this like synergy within the brand at the time that was going on where you could just read. I mean, together it was like five years of Iron Man just between these two collections. I love that. Yeah, I, I do as well. I mean, they, they've done a really good job with them and they're they're pumping them out. And, and I, I mean, and I love the fact that they, you know, they do them digitally. I know like we were kind of talking um, before the show about um, the whole omnibus and like those kind of things that they're not digital. And I kind of wish, you know, and this is something I might talk more in depth on a, a individual podcast about, um, like, where digital comics need to go. Because I definitely think, I'm like, they put codes in, not everybody, because DC doesn't do it anymore. They kind of cut back from it. But Marvel still does it, where when you buy the physical comic, or you can buy versions of the, the physical comic that has digital codes in there that you can redeem. And I feel like it, the money you spend for, like, absolutes and omnibus that you should have a digital code or even if it's in the wrapper because it's mm-hmm. shrink wrapped like on there that on the inside of it or something you have a digital code that you can redeem for it they use digital files to print them duh like put out put them out in digital they do yeah. it and it's successful like i i'm buying every almost every epic collection that comes out now once it's well when it's on sale because we know i i'm cheap so i get them when they go on sale normally what um because what they retail for what um what like a lot like upwards of 40 yeah 39.99 for most of them at this point yeah so and i think the prices is about to go up i was watching um oh my gosh, oh gosh what is it i think they're going up about five bucks i watch a, a youtube channel called near mint and he um he does a lot of announcements about upcoming collected editions and like he, he has um He's tied in with Marvel, and I think he's starting to do DC stuff. But the Collected Editions department like sends him advanced books that he does nice. overviews. He he just focuses on collection Collected Editions. I love his channel just based on that because I can know what's coming out. And they send him advanced copies, and he literally will do overviews showing you how the omnibuses look, how the epics look, how the trades look. He you know he does ex- extensive coverage on uh, Collected Editions of all sorts. Um, not just Marvel or DC, but all, you know, he loves the um, the books that I love, the IDW um, collections with, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Transformers. He covers all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an awesome, you know, channel. And, um, yeah, f- for that stuff, I would – and they, on all those companies, like, IDW puts those collections out. They're $40 hardcover, really nice collections that they're put out digitally. I buy those mm-hmm. digitally. I would buy Omnibuses digitally if they were available um, I mean, absolutes, they put out absolutes. I mean, you get the content, but again, it's something with the absolutes where they're slip casing high premium yeah. edition. So you're not going to, you get the content, but you don't get those premium edges. And that's the only drawback from it. But if I just want the content in one shot, I, I would love to have those, tr- 
transferred over digitally, you know, um, mm -hmm. for us to have available. I feel like if you have it on one side, especially now with all the printing being done off of digital files anyway, it's just release it. There's nothing special you have to do but release it, you, you know. So I don't understand where that disconnect is, but that's why I love what Marvel is doing with the epics especially because, like you said, those are massive. I think most of them are like sub 500 pages because I've been buying them so many. I look at the page count to make sure I'm getting the best bang for my buck. So like you mm -hmm. know, some, I think a couple are above right at five or slightly above five, but most are like in that 460 to 470. Like you said, there's a few smaller ones, but mm -hmm. the bulk of them are in that, I guess, four, 400 to 480 page range. Um, that's very specific you've done a lot of research on this yeah i buy a lot of them <laughs> I, I, I think i have about 20 if not more at this point it's kind of bad awesome yeah <laughs> well you can pick them up so cheap i know over the holidays i grabbed a few i, I don't remember what i bought now because in that something but um they were in all comicsology because i i am moving into digital for some of this stuff not everything i'm not i'm certainly not completely digital and i don't see myself ever spending the same on a digital comic that i would for a physical one no. Like a like a four dollar digital single issue that's not happening. But no, never. <laughs> but like like right now and and over the holidays they were doing like five dollar epic collections. Um, I think I saw today I was looking at uh, Comicsology's sales and the X Factor epic collection is like five dollars and nine cents with the, you know we pay that we get the discount. It's like an extra fifteen percent off because of the subscription form of the um, Comicsology Unlimited. Mm -hmm. So it was like five oh nine for the the X Factor Volume One Epic Collection. It's like hmm, because I don't think I have that one. Yeah, physically. Yeah, I, I do the same thing, man. Like uh, I think um, <clears throat> they have a new sale. <clears throat> excuse me, where um, I think the Fantastic Four they're doing a Fantastic Four sale, and I bought mm -hmm. uh, two of the Claremont Run Epics, and they were uh, with my discount. They were six. 79 per epic mm -hmm. and that's about what i paid because those are the, the the kind of chunkier ones close to 500 page ones that i bought uh they they were back-to-back -back ones they fall in sequence so um of that run that i remember from when i was like six seven years old when i was reading reading uh fantastic four and i used to love it i still love fantastic four um so i, I went and picked that stuff up because i haven't read it since i was a kid and that's another thing, too, with the epics. Uh, I like that I picked up a ton. Like, I did, like, the early Black Panther stuff because I've never really read Black Panther. I was introduced from the cartoons and from the movie, of course, and I wanted to read some of the historic books that the movies and the upcoming stuff is going to be based off of, and I grabbed that stuff. And when those big sales come up, you know, like, I don't buy them month in and month out, so I'm not paying 20 or 40 bucks for them, like you said, but sub ten dollars for those like i wait to those sales and i rack up when the sales come through mm -hmm. so like i said i bought two i bought two last night and i bought some other stuff because i think they had an ant-man ant-man you know complete collection of the nick spencer run it was almost as big as the epic collection it was like 679 and it was like 480 pages you know it was wow. his whole run on the book through two different series and unlimited series and annuals okay i'll buy it you know, um, but, you know, I totally agree with you. I would never pay what I would pay for a physical comic for a digital. That's why I wait. I specifically wait to sales come out. And, and I noticed this, too. It's been a shift even with digital with Comixology 
where I'm seeing where um, Image is starting to realize their value as a publisher in their trade sales, their books are going up. They used to be, you could get Image trades digitally for like sub $3. Now mm-hmm. they're all about $5, $6. Um, Marvel is consistent where you can get like their normal just six issue limited series. Once it's on sale, you can get it for two. What with our discount with being a subscription member, it's like two fifty four for it's. Mm-hmm. The one issue was three ninety nine. Yeah, I just wait till the trade come out and the sale go comes out. They always have a sale, so I just wait and I st- I rack up. It's like even if I'm remotely interested in it for two fifty, it's less than one issue for the six issues. I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. will throw my money at the screen. I will. I, I do. I do. I do. So many scratches on that screen, too. I, I, That's... I got two of them, and they're both kind of looking rough right about now. You got to get those guards that go over the, the screen protectors so that you don't keep scratching your screen for the yeah. coin, the 54 cents. Yeah, so I, it's definitely um one of those things where it's like you, we constantly uh, look at. But I, I feel like more format should be made available, like I said, especially when it comes to the omnibus stuff, because like I said, you can sell those for the fraction of the cost and people would go crazy over them. Those, the Epic collections are selling. That's why they constantly keep them on sale They When they go on sale, people buy them. You know, that's why they, it's like every yeah. sale now they'll put at least one or two epics in there. You know, every time Marvel does a sale now, they work that in, you know, because yeah. people are going to buy them. You can't beat the value of the content that you're getting for the money. Um, so, yeah, I would like to see more. Now, also on the conversation of uh, comics, have you been reading? I know you did a couple of haul videos. I know you did the real good one, and I'll try to remember to put the the show, the video links in here. Um, Heath, if you guys haven't checked out Serial at Midnight over on YouTube, check it out. He did a um, Ollie's book. Uh, what is what is Ollie's? It's, book? So it's Ollie's Bargain Outlet. Ollie's Bargain Outlet. He did a a haul where he got some great. He got some. Um, did you get any omnibus? But you got some epic collection. Yeah, I got a Star omnibus. Wars omnibus. Star it's Wars the Star Wars UK omnibus. He got some really good, you know, cool stuff that he shows off in that haul video, and um, but out of that stuff, you know, not even that stuff you just recently bought. Just in general, what have you been reading? Because you said over the holidays you picked up um, some some stuff digitally. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Now are you going to do a haul of that, or are you going to tell us what you got when you bought stuff digitally, or you don't have it? You don't have it off the top of your head. I got some of it. I I, I bought. Um... Over the holidays, I mean, I bought a ton of stuff. I bought some Star Trek, not Star Trek, some, some oh boy, some Star Wars. I bought some Star Wars comics. I bought the uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin miniseries that you have been talking up. Yeah. I haven't read it yet, but I picked it up because it was like, it was one of those, I think it was under three bucks. It was like yep. $2.54. I was like, yes, please. Um, I picked up the, uh, it was like the, the, the Age of Collections. There was yeah. like an Age of Rebellion, an Age of Republic I got the Republic one, Heroes and Villains. I got the re- uh, the Rebellion Heroes and Villains, and I didn't. I don't think I got the Resistance uh, comics yet. Um, I picked up a Phantom. It was is so the best of Lin Ween. I think that's how you say his last name, uh, Lin Ween. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 like a four hundred or five hundred page collection of uh, his DC work. So it's. Batman issues uh, right now where I'm at it reading it now it's a bunch of fancy I think it's four consecutive issues of the Phantom Stranger from the 70s with art by Jim Aparo if I remember correctly uh, 
And that's really cool because Phantom Stranger is a character that I know, but I don't I haven't read a lot of Phantom Stranger. I, I know him from when he, he pops up and stuff, I think around the, you know, he's one of those characters that you see, like he's in the background sometimes. But um, I, I never really read any of his series, but I've been reading those issues as well. Uh, I'm trying to think what else was in that Lynn Ween collection, because uh, there was some other stuff in there and I have I, I have read them anyway. Um, I picked up some. Catwoman that I own physically, but I wanted the digital versions of just for convenience because I have to say, I, now I love the physical comics. There's something about that, you know, having come to comics as most of us have that are of a certain age. Um, it's like we're like re- retired or something like <laughs> those of us who are of a certain age, but coming to comics, there's a, the, the, there's no substitute for the smell, the feeling, the tangible, um, sensation the sensitive sens- sensory that's the word the sensory uh feeling of a comic book but i so I, I do love that aspect and that's where my heart is but i also really enjoy a digital comic laying in bed on my ipad it's backlit i don't have to have a light on anywhere i don't have to be tilted a certain way the worst is omnibuses because omnibuses are going back to our digital omnibus if they did that man but you can't read an omnibus in bed. You can, you just have to lay it flat and you have to lay on your stomach. Like you're at a slumber party and you're 12 years old, your feet like up behind you kicked up behind you. It's, it's a pain, man. But, um, I've, I've lost myself. I don't even remember what I was talking about. But I, I picked up stuff. I picked up uh, there was oh the Catwoman thing. That's what it was. Uh, the the Catwoman. It was the the early nineties. Well, it was the like ninety four. I think it was Jim Ballant on art. Yeah, I remember you, you did you did mention it. Some I think on one. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Because those I remember, were. I remember. Yeah, those. I remember those issues. That was, that was a really good era. I think that's still my favorite era of Catwoman because that that was going on at the time that like the nightfall kind of thing yeah, was go the whole that that era of batman to me is one of the strongest eras of batman and it's just because i it's probably just because that's what i was reading when i was like 12 years old or whatever i was not 12 in 1994 but um i was young enough that that's what still resonates with me i, mean, I picked up some of that stuff so i have noticed myself buying digital versions of things that i already own physically just for the convenience factor that says something right there. Yeah, I, I mean, I I did a lot. Of, I've done a lot of that too. Like I've been more um, historic in what I've been, you know, going back to getting stuff that I've just never read. That more like maybe in masterworks with epics that now are available in more cost effective, uh, you know, price or they look better. I should say that. Like you were talking about how everything is digital. It's digitally sourced now. So the digital version of those Catwoman comics looks better than my physical one because they're 25, 26 years old now. Yeah. And, you know, matte, it's not the glossy paper. It was the old school matte paper. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. And that, and that's a good thing, too, because it's easier to read and you can, like, plow through those things, too. Yeah. I, I think that's what I, uh, like, I'm appreciating more and more. And, you know, um, when I when I travel, like it used to be such a headache because I would try to figure out what I wanted to read, and then like lugging that, you know, it was a yeah. it was a pain in the butt because like you try to take an omnibus on a vacation, it's not fun. Try to take two, try to take three because you don't know what you want to read. You're gonna kill your back, you know. When you just plus you might lose it. I that's yeah, the thing that true. I've been doing collection tours for Patreon, and there I have the Avengers versus X Men omnibus. I ha- I don't know that it was called an omnibus, but it's the it's like a thousand pages, mm. and 
I can't find it. I took it on a trip at some point, and I can't find it. So there's always that. You're not going to lose your iPad, but you might lose an omnibus. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think with that, where that's the convenience for me because I just – and I never know what I'm going to be in the mood to read. So long as I got an internet connection, I can be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to download this. But I, I pretty much like – there's no way. I don't have a big enough iPad, even though when I got my – when I upgraded um, – when the new one uh, came out, I just went and got the, uh, whatever, the 10.2, the, the cheap version. I was gonna, I was thinking about going to iPad Pro and like, get all fancy, and I'm like, uh, I just read comics. So I, like, really, that's all I use my iPad for is reading yeah. comics. So I just got the 10.2-inch version, and but I got I got it maxed out on the, the space. So I literally, I just have as much as my collection at any given point in time that I think of things that I want to read, I just load onto it. So then whenever I travel or if I'm in the bed, or whatever, I, you know, I just pull it out and start reading, just whatever, and you know, or if it's like, oh, I bought something that I didn't load up here, it just takes a second and a decent internet connection to pull it off of, you know, the site into the app to then read it, and mm-hmm. I love that, where yeah. before, I would try to figure out what I was going to want to read on a trip, and then I, but I don't, I changed my mind, I don't want to read that now, but I brought it with me, <laughs> you know, and it's like, no, and that's dead weight. No, I just got my iPad. You whip it out and read whatever you got to read and keep going. So, yeah, that, that convenience. So, out of that stuff, you said you're reading the, the Lynn Wein stuff. Is it anything? I'm reading the Lynn Wein. I, I was reading the Star Wars books as well. I read the, the uh, Resistance. No, not Resistance. The Age of Republic um, the Heroes. I don't think I've made it to the villains. Yeah, I was reading the Heroes one. Uh, and I'm enjoying those. You know, Star Wars is the Star Wars comics. I've had a love-hate relationship with Marvel Star Wars comics because I feel like, as with everything that Disney owns and Disney does on Marvel, I feel like it's um, margin-driven and not creatively driven. Which I understand. It's always there's always the balance of art versus commerce. But so many Marvel books, I feel like they're just cranking them out for. They put talents on the book sometimes. You're like, why is this person writing this book? They seem to have no interest or history with these characters whatsoever. Um, But I I was enjoying those. And it was good to read uh, prequel era stuff too because given the current state of Disney's Star Wars, they've really suppressed prequel stories. And I mean, with Clone Wars coming out now, I think that may be about to change with the new Clone Wars stuff hitting Disney Plus. But for a long time there, since the first, uh, you know, since they bought, since Disney bought Lucasfilm and they were really pushing episode seven, uh, I really feel like the prequels were like a bad word for, 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 you know, anything. So I've been enjoying just kind of reading like, that's a quiet, it's a new Qui-Gon story or like a new young Obi-Wan story. Um, it's it's been good to go back and revisit some of that, and I know that the Anakin Obi Wan series that's your that which Obi Wan Anakin, however it's ordered, but um, I know that that's gonna be more of that. I just have to I have to fit it in to the reading schedule. Yeah, I think you'll like it, and it's a relatively quick read. I mean, like I I agree with you with the Star Wars books; they're kind of they're hit and miss, like because number one, they're ridiculously priced, so I only get them when they have the Star Wars sales. And I, I bought a ton. I, I was waiting. So, and I, I, the main series, I think I got to maybe the fourth or fifth trade. But I have, all, now that it's finished, I think I only need the last mm-hmm. trade because they just restarted it. So I think I only need the very last trade to finish having the series in trade collected. But I'm about mm-hmm. halfway 
through as far as reading order in the in the trades. I think I'm like I think the last one I read was four or five. Um, and the and it and it, the quality varied in the different offshoots of um, miniseries. I think um, they mm-hmm. did a Leia one very early. Yeah, on. it was. I didn't care for that one. Was, uh, um, yeah, I don't. I didn't. I have it, but I don't think I read the the Han one, the Han Solo one. Uh huh. Um, but they've done. I picked ones. that one up. They did a Lando one. They did. Um, that one is good. I did I review it? I reviewed it. I talked about it. I'm gonna review. Probably. It. I'm, t- I'm telling yeah. myself if I haven't, um, don't remember that, y'all. Um, you might hear a review for. I might have. I can't remember <laughs> anymore. I'm, I'm getting old. But um, well, you've also done a ton of content, and it's. Yeah. It when you have a library as big as your, yeah, it, it gets blurry. Yeah, but I think the the Lando double, I think it's double or nothing. It was a more recent yep. one. I, yeah. That one was, I thought it. You have to like Lando from the solo movie to enjoy that one, and it took a second because they did another one that I think Charles Soul wrote a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. That was uh, just, I think it's just called uh, Lando. Um, yeah. And I, I, I grabbed that from Ollie's. I went back and got that. It's not in that video. I went back and got it. Okay, that one I think I've heard it, it was two dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, you can't beat that for a trade. I think I read the first issue of it, and then I later, when a sale came up, I liked it enough off the first issue that um, mm. I picked it up. And but um, I liked what I read of it, and I love the fact that I'm I'm stoked for the new Star Wars series because they finally put Charles Soul on it. Because the best books that I've read have been the Vader books. And now putting mm-hmm. him on, the, and he's wrote he wrote the um, Anakin uh, Obi Wan, he wrote that many. Gotcha. Series. I try to remember. Did he write the Phasma? They did a Phasma one too. That was I enjoyed. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, Let me see who I'm going to go on my database real quick and see who wrote the uh, Phasma series. I don't know Vamp. If it or not. I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, a lot of those, like I said, they they can be hit or hit or miss. Um, but I, I've, I've enjoyed them. Like I said, for the right price. I feel like they're, you know, I didn't, like I said, I didn't love the Leia one. I, they did a Chewy one, and I can't remember if I read it all or I started reading it. It's kind of like the Leia one. It's kind of like, meh. It's kind of like, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love, you know, like, um, I know we've talked about this, and I, I think I reviewed it on the YouTube channel. The um, I really enjoyed the Kanan Kanan, uh, Last Padawan series. Even, oh, yeah. You know, it only lasted 12 issues. And I think Greg Weissman from Gargoyles and Young Justice animated fame, uh, he wrote that. Uh, with Pepe Larras, which has blown up as an artist, he he drew that whole series. And now with the, uh, the uh, what do you call it? Uh, Hox Pox, House of X and Powers of X. He was one of the... <laughs> He's one of the hot new artists over at Marvel now, and like I liked his artwork in that book. I had never heard of him before. Now he's like one of the hottest artists around now. So like um, that book was a, a, a diamond in the rough too, that they did. Yeah, I read the first volume of that, the the collected trade of that one, and then they I, I grabbed the hardcover of the entire series from Ollie. So I haven't read the back half of it, but I did read the front half and I enjoyed it. It's good. It gets better. I think it it, it got better as it it went through. So. Yeah, it's that's good. It's, it's good stuff. So that yeah, the sales have been like the holiday sales were like I bought so much stuff. Well, yeah. I didn't necessarily buy it. I was gifted a lot because everybody bought me yeah. gift certificates, and they know that I'm a comic nut. So they bought me a lot of comicsology gift certificates. So I loaded up 
Well, it's that thing. It's like, what do you get for a digital only guy? And I know you like, I mean, you are the comic book savant. It's kind of going to be that. Like, well, he he likes digital stuff. So that's, I know that I I gave you a digital, I gave you a comicsology gift card. And I love, you know what I mean? And I love it because it was like, I I keep things in my wish list. And so when Mm -hmm. sales come up or whatever, and they had, like, at first the sales were kind of staggered. And then they went, like, they weren't, like, leading into Christmas. It was like Christmas going into the new year. They had crazy sales, and I was like clicking like crazy. I got that's epic. Yeah, and I and I I start I stopped buying as many single, and I'm noticing this. I'm doing I'm going through the same progression I did with physical comics. Now with digital, I would buy single issues, and then I went into the trades, and I went from the trades to like, uh, you know, like the complete collections or the epics or, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the more uh, expensive collected editions. And I'm kind of doing that now. I'm kind of just waiting for the trade for most stuff because unless unless they have a sale where it's like and dc was doing it for a while they haven't done one in a little bit where they would just do single issue sales and they were you know uh 99 cent but then with our discount they were like 80 something cent or yeah Yeah. but i stopped doing that because i think perfect example you're talking about catwoman i picked the new catwoman series i picked up like the first six issues and i think a week later they did a catwoman trade sale and I did the math, and I would have saved if I just waited and bought the yeah. trade. It was like I spent $2 more, and I could have got the same issues for cheaper. So it's, it's a balancing act, and that's a whole other topic for another day. But, guys, we just wanted to kind of throw some conversation out there. We hadn't done one of these in a while. Um, we just wanted to talk about comics in general, what our favorite formats are. If you guys are not familiar with, like, the Epic Collection, I know some of us have talked on the Facebook group about it. Um, I know some of you guys are still relatively new to comics collecting, so you're not as aware of them. I will make sure I put the link to Heath's video breaking down and showing you what um, an epic collection is. Like I said, it's a great format and pretty much I think and that's the one thing because these been selling out a lot. I've been seeing a lot of stories about they're going back yeah. to print and they're trying to keep the first volumes of all the um, epics for all the different series evergreen and keeping those in circulation. But even some of those, as soon as they put them out, they've really caught on with us comic collectors and they're picking them up because they're good value and how they're like, like he said, they're good quality and the amount of issues. You're not, you don't get as many as you did back in the day with the essential collections but with the the quality that they are, they're well worth the money, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely, I'll link to that video. Um, We're going to be doing more of these. We'll also have content over on his channel. I've done um, videos with him talking about not necessarily comics, but uh, the movie side of things and physical media because he focuses a lot on the media side of things, physical and a mix of digital and many different formats. So you can find me over there he's tell everybody where they can find you for all your great content everything is at serial that's a jumping off point for everything all right well that's all we have for you guys for this episode as always you guys stay safe and take care say bye heath bye heath <laughs>